Kentucky is in the know for Wednesday, September 21, the 264th day of 2022. There are 101 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we will also uh, say sayonara officially to summer 2022, the last full day of summers today. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In. The nose settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl, Deep Speech. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. Are you ready for tomorrow? Um, I guess. Tomorrow's fall. Fall is arriving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You look forward to it. I, I love fall, but... I don't know that I'm ready for it. You did some fall painting last night at the uh, public library. Did I you did. have a good time? Yes. Um, your mother and I went. We had a really good time. Uh, you said she's a good painter. She really is. But your painting looks good, too. <clears throat> well, thank you. So, I mean, I, I don't think it was a competition, was it? No, but I think you, you knowing both of us so well, we both may have a touch of a competitive spirit. I see. Or <laughs> or or wanting to be think particular about uh, things. Yes, or maybe. And no, we had a really good time. There was no Were you competing. all holding up them, turning the lights out because you wanted to both do a very good job? Um, but, I'm sorry? Were you oh, holding up, turning yes, the lights out yes, so people could go uh, home? We, we were there. We were some of the last ones to leave. Okay. So. Uh, fall painting can be a stress reducer. Looking at leaves changing can reduce stress. Admiring trees for just 10 minutes relaxes you. And the more trees you view, the lower your stress levels. And if you don't have any trees near you, which we have plenty, then you can just look at nature photos. And that works, too, to help reduce your stress. So you okay. were, when you were painting last night, you know, you do a little bit of blue, a little bit of blue, a little tree. <laughs> little tree. So I'm glad you all had a good time. He's a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm, I, apparently, I'm thirsty. I, I, I know, just noticed that, and I was a little confused. I, I noticed those in the fridge yesterday and, and got confused as oh, well. Oh, been nosing around in the fridge? Well, I had something in there that okay. I was getting you put, out. You put something in there that belonged uh, to you? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were telling you that Coca-Cola came out with their Dream World limited edition, and uh, it was uh, you, honey. You found <laughs> you found the the zero sugar ones very well, but yes, Sam turns his nose up at uh, zero sugar right. anything. So I had a hard time finding Sam. So there's actually. the fully loaded version, yes. Sam, of the Dream World. So what is the what is is like what is dream flavor? That's what we're Do trying you to remember. Fi- that's what when we're trying we had to this conversation out. on I air. Know that I was it on the was show that August. Day. Yes, you yes, were. You it was were. August twelfth. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was August twelfth, the day that we talked about it, and. Um, and the Coca-Cola Dream World flavor is out, and it made us wonder. Well, what what does Dream World taste like? So I'm about to find out. Let's, I gotta like make sure this. Now you didn't shake this up to make it. No, absolutely no, not. You, I you saw it. you saw where they've been sitting. 
I was going to say, I got a. I just took a swig of coffee too a second ago. So Ooh. Mm. Mm, it, mm. Coca-Cola Dream World Limited Edition Zero Sugar does case taste kind of dreamy. It's like if all your dreams were combined into a singular flavor. Not even sure how to describe that. I don't know how to describe it either. Is it almost has like a a fruity undertone to it? Maybe because I'm drinking tangerine tea over here, but it's almost. <clears throat> I mean, not really, but it's got a little cough syrup in there, almost. I, that's one of the things that I wanted Maybe to. Not, okay. Is there NyQuil in here? We're going to talk about <laughs> NyQuil later on in the show. Yeah. I, uh, Couldn't you use this for chicken marinade? So uh, I don't <laughs> typically drink anything dark if, unless you consider tea dark. Um, so this is a little bit I mean, much for me, but it's not terrible. It's not bad. It's not the worst thing I've ever drank. It just, I, I mean, couldn't be drinking Diet Coke. Uh, well, See, that's we, why we waited. This is yeah, zero sugar. Nice to you. Yeah, and she, I appreciate she it. She found these at the store <laughs> on. within really? days, mm-hmm. but then because they've been in our refrigerator for quite some time, I don't know when you finally found the fully last le- week the fully leaded version last for Sam. Week, but and I happened to just well, stumble upon it. Not that I would ever take anything in the fridge that wasn't mine, but I I looked and I was like, oh, that's something I didn't see in there a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And the first. I didn't notice that there was one that was not, but the first one that was there was zero sugar. And I said, oh, well, I not yeah. that I would take it without mm-hmm. it because so, sitting right next to it is a 12-pack of Diet Coke, I believe, as well. That's true. So ours have the black tops and yours has the red. So it, that, maybe that gives you some idea, Sam. Look for the red tops when mm-hmm. you're looking for drinks, Leaded, like drinks of your own. Uh-huh. <laughs> have the, all, of the, uh, all of the sugar in there. So it's not, it's it's not so too bad. bad if yeah. You, yeah, it's... it's um, well, it, it could be far worse. We'll see in a little while if we're all dreamy. That's right. I'm already dreamy. Uh, hot to... Uh, I don't mean people consider me dreamy. I'm just mm-hmm. over here uh, dreamy. <laughs> in La La Land. Hot to end the summer from uh, in the front. It's going to bring some isolated rain chances throughout the region throughout the day. Uh, don't forget, fall arrives tomorrow evening at 8.04 Central Time. That's uh, tomorrow evening. And then a much cooler weekend ahead. Tomorrow's high. Going to top out about 74. Uh, we may not quite get to 74. We could see 72, 73. But uh, sunny today, a high of 94 for our area. Partly cloudy, 67 to night and then fall begins tomorrow evening we'll see a high tomorrow afternoon of 74 then in through the weekend um saturday now they've bumped the high for saturday up to 80 so Honeyfest saturday looks good i'm loving friday night that is going to be your pinnacle football weather 72 57 because it'll be mid 60s by the time Uh kickoff i mean and just i mean i don't i mean can you get any better than that i think that's probably if you could play football in those conditions year round you'd probably be happy about it would be uh my guess the litchfield police department yesterday hosted an emergency driver training course for multiple law enforcement agencies. Uh, Litchfield police officers were joined in the training session by uh, deputies from Grayson and Breck and Simpson County. Scottsville Police Department was in town. And the training consisted of deputies and officers undergoing classroom instruction on emergency vehicle operations, driver safety, and pursuit driving. And deputies and officers then practiced their driving skills in tight quarters uh, with lights and sirens activated to simulate the pressure off are under when responding to emergency situations. So, uh, they did this in the center on Main parking lot yesterday, and I happened to be cruising down South Clinton Street early yesterday afternoon while this was going on. Did you think they were waiting for you? I uh, <laughs> I had well, I thought uh, what 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 is happening because I could see all of the I could see the course before I could see all of the cruisers, and I thought what's happening here. So anyway, come to find out, it was a uh, simulated. They were hosting a training did, did re- you, regionally. Did you ask if you could take your truck through the course? No, I didn't ask. 
ask. Um, you just did? No, I mean, <laughs> some, some people <laughs> would, would probably like said him. yes. Some people <laughs> would probably said no. Um, I don't I'm sure uh, Detective Renfro would have let you take a lap. Maybe. I could just use the cruiser. They were already on the on, already, already on the course. I didn't hear any sirens, for what it's worth. Uh-huh. But that doesn't mean they didn't use their sirens. I just I didn't happen to I didn't happen to hear any. But there were they were tight quarters that they were maneuvering in. I saw that for about six hours yesterday afternoon. The Anetta and Litchfield Volunteer Fire Departments battled a blaze where around two hundred large round. Bay, uh, hay bales caught fire and destroyed a hoop barn. <laughs> it happened just after noon began yesterday. The fire departments were dispatched to Camelot Farms that's on Green Decker Road which is off of Hopewell Road and a large hoop barn and round hay bales uh, were stored inside the barn caught fire somehow. The firefighters conducted kind of a two-part process in fighting the fire. They sprayed the bales inside the barn uh, as a tractor one by one removed the bales from the structure and spread them into a, a field adjacent to the barn. So getting them, busting them apart into smaller components made it a little more uh, a little more manageable. And then, of course, it was hot yesterday, you know, trying to fight that fire. And so they were, they were on the scene for quite some time yesterday, extinguishing that blaze. An Anetta man has been arrested after crashing while driving impaired on Anetta Road. It happened yesterday afternoon about 5.45. The uh, first responders... Uh, arrived to a crash in the 4300 block of Anetta Road. They found a Kia passenger car being driven by 40-year-old Daniel Schoenlaub. That's a guess. Uh, had been traveling. All right, yeah. we'll go with that. Had been traveling north when in a downhill straight <laughs> stretch, lost control of the vehicle, crossed over the southbound lane and off the road. The He was given a field sobriety test and arrested and charged with DUI, transported to Owensboro Health Twin Lakes, and then lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. Also making headlines today, a Grayson County woman has been arrested on burglary charges after police located multiple stolen items and burglary tools while responding to a suspicious person's report on Peonia Road. This happened Friday afternoon, just before 5. At the scene, they observed a... uh, uh, to a residence in the 1700 block of Peona Road after someone was seen on the property property rummaging around. They found uh, at the scene a 38-year-old Jessica Blair, and she gave police different stories as to why she was on the property. So they did a subsequent investigation, found some, um, found some um, belongings that were supposed to be in the house. They were on her property. They found a couple of different doorways that had been uh, opened to gain access to the property so uh, was lodged and etc etc also making headlines today we've kind of been watching from a distance this uh, Michael Carneal parole uh, hearing that has been conducted over the last couple of days and has not been any resolution a Kentucky man who killed three students and wounded five more in a school shooting 25 years ago told a parole panel yesterday that he is still hearing voices like the ones that told him to steal a pistol and shoot into a crowded high school lobby in 1997 the two-person panel hearing uh, Michael Carneal's testimony deferred a decision until Monday when the state's entire parole board will meet 
date and could decide to grant his parole request, defer his next parole decision to a later date, or determine that he must spend the rest of his life in prison. Carneal was a 14-year-old freshman on December 1st, 1997, when he fired the stolen pistol at a before-school prayer group in the lobby of Heath High School near Paducah. So we're, most of us are either familiar with that story when it happened 25 years ago or have recently become aware of it because it's been in the news the last couple of days. Monday was Victim Impact Statement Day. So you heard from family members of those that were lost. You heard from some of those that uh, Missy Jenkins Smith. She's uh, confined to a wheelchair for the rest of her life. She gave powerful testimony on, on Monday, said that, you know, she got a life sentence to, you know, to her chair without the possibility. I, I did find it interesting, too, that there was somebody else that, that was a vic, uh, that was shot as well that uh-huh. said that he thinks he should be released. He said he thinks he's kind of done his time. I can't remember his exact words, but... He kind of deferred to the mental health, mental yeah. health professionals to and decide. So if they think they're, that he's ready, then I trust them. But here's here, here's where I uh, pumped the brakes really hard yesterday was when he was asked by uh, at least one person on the panel, do you still hear voices? And he said, yes. And said, when uh, when did you last hear a voice? And he said, last week. He said, what did the voice tell you to do? He said, jump down the steps. And so, but then he goes on to say that he has learned to ignore the voices. Well, when you're locked up, my guess is it's much easier to ignore voices because you're confined to you're supervised and you're confined. So just the fact now, and there are pl- listen, there are plenty of people roaming around among us that are not incarcerated that are hearing voices and they're hearing the wrong voices and they're making wrong decisions and et cetera. But it, time and time again, we look and say, why is that person out? Why is that person out to hurt someone or someone's again? So for me, it's a very difficult decision. And I can't imagine why I, I, I know I can fully understand why the two person panel said, I don't want to be the, one of the two people that make mm-hmm. this decision and want to kick it to the entire parole board. But what's like you, 11 people, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think it's something it, can't, it probably can't be an even number. So it's got to uh-huh. be nine, 11, something now, in that they range. Have to be unanimous. You know, probably not. It probably does not have to be unanimous. Um, now, I'm wondering if it has to be like, if it's 11, does it have to be eight? Like, is there, a, you know... Or, like a two-thirds majority, yeah. like like some of our things are, possibly. But, uh, I don't know, better safe than sorry. Uh, I, I thought life sentences were life sentences. But in Kentucky, life sentence is apparently 25 years until you can, you know, until you can at least... Because he was a juvenile. I think it's, it's because it's correct. specifically because he was a juvenile. Yes, you cannot. I think the the state law. I think I heard read was that since he was a juvenile when the crime was committed, he cannot legally be sentenced to a life sentence with without the possibility of parole. He has to have parole after twenty five years. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, it's uh, <laughs> really really challenging. I don't I don't know if there can be conditions. I don't. I don't suppose they're just. Well, I know. I don't suppose they would just say good luck, see you later. What I know, he read what he said that he's going to live with his parents in. I think uh, it's Cold Spring, which is in Northern Kentucky. So I think kind of what they said is that he he's on the complete opposite end of the state. Well, that would be in his best saying. interest, but mm-hmm. I, 
I mean, he just happened to be at Heath. He was a student at Heath High School when he was a freshman, and he killed people around him. So if he has a propensity to do that, his location probably is not all that important. But for his benefit, if they are going to parole him, it will be to his benefit to be removed completely from that community because it would only be a hardship for the Paducah community, for his family, et cetera. So that's an important first step. But I I just think if you hear someone say, I still hear voices and the voices tell me to do things to hurt myself or potentially others i i if i'm on that parole board and now that's out there anytime you parole someone there's a chance they're going to go and hurt someone else but if if in if someone tells you like when when someone tells you who they are believe them just that much i think as i would have to be i don't think i could i don't think i could just freely go yeah it'll be fine we'll we'll just pray that it works out Uh, my guess is that they'll defer it five years probably and it's probably in his best well he can't control whether he hears the voices or not i presume uh but i do give him a lot of credit for being honest Yes, I do, but I would have no problem making this decision. Okay, he because uh, he could. I mean, he could have easily said, "No, no, everything's fine. You know, I'm happy, healthy, well adjusted. You know, I'm just looking forward to moving on." And at least we have, uh, you know, at least we have the truth on what he's experiencing. So, I don't, it's a really, really tough situation. Uh, the idea of awarding keys money to homeschool students is being discussed in Frankfurt, giving homeschool students the chance to earn the same amount of keys money as is available to students who attend high school was discussed at the legislative committee meeting yesterday. John uh, Schickel from mm-hmm. Union. Oh, uh, yeah. Schickel's Pickles. Right? Mm-hmm. Does he does he have oh, like yeah. a thing? Does he have a, like a pickle party or something? Uh, my comment machine isn't working. It's probably a good thing because my mom probably has nothing nice to say. About oh him. yeah. Okay. So he's uh, <laughs> he told the interim joint education committee said all the data shows the children who are homeschooled are on average some of the best prepared students for college in the state. The last four to five years, the homeschooled population has really increased. That's his quote. That's what that's what John Schickel said. That's not. I'm not stating. <laughs> I'm not stating fact. Uh, however, mom, turn it off for a second. Don't listen to this. Since they have no high school. <laughs> grade point average they lose out on the majority of keys money for college although high act scores allow them to be awarded some scholarship funds so they're trying to figure out if there's a way for homeschool students to qualify to use a different metric that might allow them to uh, use the keys money and it's it's not a huge amount of money, but mm. it is a significant enough amount of money that when you know that as a taxpayer, you've helped contribute to it and through the Kentucky lottery system, it is contributing to it. But you kind of think, well, it'd be nice to have that money. But listen, there are things you gain when you go the homeschooling route and there are things you lose when you go the homeschooling route and you have to balance out those things it cuts both ways there there are some parents make the decision to put themselves in a position of control in some areas but then when you give up that control you're relinquishing some of the opportunities so i don't have a clearly defined uh, opinion on whether they should or they shouldn't if i'm putting a kid through school i'm more likely to go boy i'd like to have that keys money if if I'm not, I'm like, well, is that part of that the incentive of using the public education system by because you get a GPA and the GPA is the metric in which this is because it, it's like you get $125 for a 2.5 GPA and it's on up to I think it went, I think maybe $1,000 a year. 
some for some I don't remember. some keys. It's been a while since I've had. Yeah, I don't. I'm not certain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see it with the ACT, but then again, I don't need to get into my opinion on that. But on the ACT, because that at least can give you a metric. But I don't think you can do it on a GPA based on a homeschool student because. Yeah. What's what's going to stop mom from being like, oh, my boy's a 4.0? Especially when mom's the one has got to turn around and write the check for the books. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, I think little Johnny did a little better on this test than I thought maybe. Uh-huh. The state of Kentucky says that Mandy Perez, a Crittenden County middle school teacher, is the 2023 teacher of the year. She has earned a $10,000 award during a ceremony that was held in the Capitol Rotunda yesterday. The uh, elementary school teacher of the year was Kelly Gates of Pride Elementary School in Hopkins County, and Perez was the middle school teacher of the year, and Amber Sargent of Woodford County was the high school teacher of the year. I did pull the list from some of the finalists, but nearby you might know uh, Ashley Buchanan from Rockfield Elementary. She mm-hmm. was the finalist in elementary school. Does she work with your mom, hon? She does. Um, Bowling Green, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. So out at Rockfield uh, where um, uh, my mother-in-law, her mother, uh, works, in, works in that building. Charlena Williams, is the from Hancock County Middle School was a finalist, and Eddie Groves from Ohio County High School was a finalist. So those are people you could know. The rest of them are from you know further off in Kentucky that you might not know. So congratulations to them. And the UK football 2023 schedule was revealed last night. There was a big reveal across the SEC with all of the teams finding out their schedules for next fall. Kentucky will open with three home games, Ball State, EKU, Akron, and then go at Vandy. I'm so used to that Vandy game being later in the Mm -hmm. season. It's weird to see Vandy happening in September. The Cats will be in Nashville on September 23rd, which will be close to a home game. Then they'll host Florida, go at Georgia, got Missouri at home the 14th of October, Tennessee at home on Halloween weekend, then they uh, closed three out of the last four on the road at Mississippi State, at South Carolina, at Louisville, but on Veterans Day, the Crimson Tide of Alabama roll into town for Senior Day, so, you know, cakewalk for Senior Day, like just like you would uh, just like you would plan it, but so anyway, it's kind of shaping up for what uh, the Cats season next year looks like. It's out and available. Got to get to a break. We're going to go to Dreamland uh, during the commercial break. And Oh, by the way, had something happened just before the show today. We ought to need to offer congratulations on, too. So we'll do that and more coming up here on In the Know. Today is the last full day of summer. Soak it all up. It's the last full day of summer in the Northern Hemisphere. It is pecan cookie day today. Ooh, I love pecan sandies. So I wondered, mm. is a pecan sandy a pecan cookie? You think it constitutes? It is a qualify? Is that the same thing as a pecan cookie? There you uh, go. I guess some people would call it that. <laughs> I like pecan sandies. Oh, I do it's too. It's one of the rare uh, oh. departures from chocolate chip cookies mm. or even macadamia nut. No, I mean, it's anything's better than, Listen, than if oatmeal raisin. So. Get me back to drinking dark cokes again. I'm going to be mad. I think I kind of like it. Well, you okay? I. Uh, yeah, I think it tastes pretty good myself. Now I, I, gotta, I gave them up like years I gotta ago. I got to finish the the coffee that I'm drinking before I really dive into it because the first taste I had kind of had the coffee taste, which gotcha. is not 
like five or six years ago, I gave up dark coke. I think I'm going to try and leave mine over there and do my coffee because Uh I might actually enjoy that later. Pecan Sandies. Today is also World Gratitude Day. So show some gratitude, daggone it. That's what you do today. (laughs) And uh, I also want to say congratulations to uh, Xaviera Hughes. So just before the show started today, she won on the Wheel of Meat on the Rick and Bubba show. So uh, congratulations to her. It was as soon as I heard her name, I was like, hey, that's Xaviera. Mm-hmm. Um, got to hear her say, wow, what a wheel. So mm-hmm. that was good. And I expect, let's see, uh, you'll, Xaviera won a chord buddy. Mm-hmm. So I expect for the big year ender, I expect guitar uh, guitar performance. From her? From her. Because, I mean, <laughs> she's got, you know, three months to get it worked out and learn how to play. Well, you can let her know. I've already posted congratulations on her wall today, but maybe go into that. Maybe she can play What Child Is This on the guitar uh-huh. using her chord buddy for the big year ender. There we go. That's a reasonable request, isn't it, Sam? Yeah. I mean, I mean what child is this is not that hard of a song. A couple so. of years ago, we had when Bethany Ray that came in and played, and it was really nice. <laughs> That's right. I think it was the bigger, Big Year Ender, it, wasn't it? It was. Um, now, I want to be on the record. I didn't ask for Trans-Siberian Orchestra and some mm-hmm. big evolved orchestral, <laughs> you know, I just asked for a simple Not that you turn that down, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm not turning it down. Uh-huh. I just, that's a lot of pressure to put on, uh, Xaviera and a chord buddy and 90 days. Mm-hmm. Maybe for the 2023 big year ender, mm-hmm. maybe something. Well, maybe she could talk, a little talk more. to the Grayson County High School Orchestra Department and have some backup, right? I don't think they let chord buddies in. Oh. I, don't th- I think orchestra <laughs> is highbrow. I think they look down. I think the Frenches. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember like, their name. It was, you're not, it was escaping you're me not, for a second. You're not getting in. Uh-huh. You're not getting into the orchestra program with a chord buddy. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's just not. Is gonna, that why you've never been in? Not gone to it. Uh, I was in the orchestra program. Really? Yes. Violin? Yes. Absolutely. I was. Yeah. I, How I, long did you make it? I can't. Do you really not know this, or are you just uh, setting me up? Yes. <laughs> I probably know this, <laughs> but I, it's. <laughs> I was in the orchestra program for one year in one year. fourth grade. Oh, I think I do, yes. You could join the orchestra in the fourth grade. You couldn't join the band until the fifth That's grade. That's right. As soon as I became a fifth grader, I said, I'm out of here on the orchestra and went and joined the band because okay. that's really what I wanted to do anyway. Okay. If, now, Mr. O, if Mr. O had let me in the band as a fourth grader, I probably would have never been in the orchestra. Mr. O was putting him off as long as he possibly could. He's like, I don't want this Buckles kid in here. That's right. Well, also, um, there's a chance that Mr. Haycraft probably considered retiring after I was a terrible orchestra (laughs) student. So, I mean, I wasn't misbehaving. I just wasn't any good. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to play Charlie Daniels band style. Mm -hmm. And he wanted me to play like Itzhak Perlman style. And it's... Especially when, I mean, you know, he had Jimmy Mattingly's and all that come through. There's there's maybe a little bit of a difference between you two in there. They played they played Charlie Daniels style, too. Uh-huh. I mean, one of them makes a living Charlie Daniels style. Uh-huh. So I don't know how they got to do it, and I didn't. But he said, you're, shoot, you're shooting so, the moon. You, you, I have a few ideas. Pretty much, pretty much we're saying <laughs> that if you wouldn't have you wouldn't have gone to the band, that you would be playing with Garth Brooks right now. Uh, no, I'd be playing Garth Brooks in my truck. <laughs> like, like everybody else does. Just turn.
ironing it on the. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the closest I'm going to get to playing Garth Brooks is playing it on the radio. Well, I do want to say while we think You're about it too. The moon. Thanks, thanks. I know Jimmy Mattingly very consistently watches our Cougar football broadcast, so I want to thank him for that. That's good, of Jimmy. Um, I mean. If you have a big fiddle on your neck mm-hmm. and you're holding it up mm-hmm. there, you want to saw on it. Mm-hmm. Saw on a fiddle and playing it hot. Mm-hmm. He didn't like that. He'd come through there with his bow and he'd take the neck of my violin and he'd push it down and be like, no, I want it up here. He'd say, no. My mom took violin lessons as well for a while. Lester, it's time for your violin lesson. That's all I could help in WKRP as well. <laughs> they made fun of Les Nessman for playing the violin, so I wanted to play something, you know, that was hot and sexy. So I did. <laughs> I just can't even. Well, maybe the Frenches will let you do bagpipes with the orchestra. <sighs> oh, yeah. Can we That's just like... <laughs> I did talk to the Bells this morning, by the way. So Yeah, I saw that. They'll be in on the 12th. So, a couple weeks. We get to break out the Carol of the Bells. That's right. Here are the happiest and least happy states in America. Bad news. <laughs> Hawaii is number one as far as the happiness. This is based upon... What a shocker. ...the emotional and physical well-being category. They're at one, followed by Maryland. Minnesota is three. Utah is number four, but Utah actually is in the top, is number one in work environment, community, and environment categories. I'm not sure I would have guessed Minnesota in the top five. No, it's just, a, but you can probably just spread out. Like, it, you, everybody has their own lake in Minnesota. There's so many lakes, everybody gets their own. Stay off my lake. New Jersey, Idaho, California, Illinois, Nebraska, Connecticut. New Jersey is the biggest surprise to me to be in the top ten of happiest states. Nebraska? I've never met a happy New Jerseyan. Have you ever met a New Jerseyan? Yep. Period? Sure have. Have I? Well, I can't say. (laughs) Um, Here are the least happy states. You want me to start with the worst? Yeah, I'll start with the worst. West Virginia. And West Virginia is also last in the emotional and physical well-being category. Louisiana at 49, Arkansas at 48, Kentucky at 47. Well, at least we're higher in Arkansas, right? Alabama at 46, Mississippi at 45, Oklahoma at 44, Tennessee at 43, 42 is New Mexico, and 41 is Missouri. So lots of representation of the Southeastern Conference in, in the worst 10. you got Missouri, Tennessee, Mississippi. Alabama, Kentucky, Arkansas, Louisiana, and then Oklahoma soon to be in the mm. SEC, aren't they? So, wow. so Georgia is the only one, I guess. Georgia and Texas are the only ones that uh, South Carolina, Georgia, uh, Atlanta occupies enough space in Georgia that it counterbalances them a little bit. Well, you got like Savannah, sure. some nice areas. Yep. Yeah, you got you got you some got things some that balance it out. <laughs> Bridgestone is reinventing the tire for the moon. So I forgot to tune into the NASA TV channel this morning to find out if the Artemis test worked. I'll figure it out during the break on whether they're uh, forging ahead. But we may get the future tires that you have on your vehicle may not be rubber. 
they're having to reinvent tires that are made of uh, like carbon. Arm. Yeah, it looks like uh, they're these. I, it almost looks like cable. Like I don't, but it looks pretty interesting the way that they the way that they roll. So back in 2019, they the tire manufacturers started on this program to put new tires on the lunar rover because they're gonna they're gonna need it. And that's the one that that's what that looked like. Yeah, that's right. The little and I, think, I remember talking about that. You're seeing some vehicles on on some. You're seeing some tires on vehicles that are actually being sold now that have tires that look kind of similar to this. That looks like a fan. Yep, I agree. And so um, the top Halloween costume trends for 2022, witches are always popular. Then there's binge-worthy attire options. You could do something from Ted Lasso. You could do something from Yellowstone. You could do Stranger Things. Beetlejuice is always a classic if you want to do Beetlejuice. Top Gun, right? Uh, <laughs> Got me in there. Top Gun's definitely, well, probably. I, I mean, it could be. I, I could probably still fit in my outfit. Yeah, I can't. Um, I mean, I can't fit in mine. I know I can't fit in yours. But I never <laughs> could fit in yours. Cartoony creations, Minecraft, Naruto, Fortnite, Demon Slayer, Sonic the Hedgehog, and then other weird costumes um, like a Flaming Hot Cheeto, Inflatable Balloon Boy. Those are some of the has, things that has Alea, apparently did that conversation begun. Yes. Already taken care of. Oh. Oh, we like... Mm, I don't know, March, April. Yes. Yes. FDA is warning against people who who are doing the latest viral TikTok trend of marinating chicken chicken in NyQuil. They're calling it sleepy chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, do you have contemporaries that are doing this or are these people even younger than you? It's got to be the younger. I would hope so. They say it helps with cold systems. Well, uh, symptoms. (laughs) Duh. But when you boil this stuff, ingesting it is dangerous. So the FDA is saying inhaling vapors during the cooking process can cause the drugs to enter the cook system, causing potential lung damage. So do not make the sleepy chicken. I don't think I've ever heard you laugh like that, first of all. No, I mean, it's it's kind of... I but mean. that is like NyQuil is expensive. Like mm-hmm. how many chicken breasts we have in that pan there? And that's that's a lot of NyQuil. It's, uh, well, maybe they're having some type of big dinner party <laughs> and they need a bunch of sleepy chicken for everybody. But why do we insist on doing these things? I'm sure that there's some parents that want to feed their kids sleepy chicken. Yeah, probably. All right, got to get to a break. Yeah. We'll there are out. those days, right? Got plenty more on the way. I got to find out if Artemis 1 passed the test or not. We'll figure out that and more coming up here on In the Know. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by our friends at ECTC Litchfield Campus. Don't forget FAFSA Day is coming up October 1. It's your once-a-year snapshot to see what uh, financial aid you may qualify for. And so FAFSA Day, October 1st, plus they are preparing for the next uh, uh, next eight-week advantage term, which starts October the 17th. So you still have plenty of time to get uh, the advising taken care of, get your schedule picked out, get your courses booked, and get ready to rock it for the next eight-week advantage term that starts October 17th. Whether you are a traditional or non-traditional student, you have opportunities for you. It's college for the real 
deal world. It's affordable. It is convenient. And uh, you can um, you can uh, check it out at ECTC Litchfield Campus, where did you know to cook an egg? I, I looked this up so you can celebrate and get the most out of summer 2022 possible. Did you know that to cook an egg, a sidewalk needs to be 158 degrees Fahrenheit? You know, I feel like I've watched some kind of TikTok video or something about this. Are you TikToking? I haven't been. Okay. Because I'm afraid of that rabbit hole. Yeah. I yeah, didn't know if Misty ran off on you. She's down in there. Oh, oh. She's, oh, yeah, she's, she, we'll never get around. She lives down there in the in the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's why I don't jump in. I don't. I don't like step in because I think mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to get. Ooh, I'm afraid. Yeah. I downloaded it one afternoon and it. I wasted about an hour and a half and just immediately was like, nope, uh-huh. just deleted it because I was like, I don't need this. Remember Sometimes the, my little cousin will send specific ones to me and I'll watch them. There's but. a scene in The Princess Bride where the vines come and get them. Like when they, when it feels like that. I think it's in Princess Bride where that happens. Uh, by the way, did I see something about the Princess Bride in the library? Yes. And I may have this date wrong, um, but there's going to be an interactive. Uh, uh, you watch the movie and it's interactive. I'm not really sure how you get props, I think. Uh-huh. I feel like it's October 7th, but. Um, if they need someone to walk around and say, <laughs> inconceivable, then yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy. I feel like it's October 7th, but we're going to get all that on community calendar and stuff um, here in a day or so. Right. Were we talking that Dennis had never seen that? Probably. I hadn't seen it prior to him. Uh-huh. Probably. It's so Hello, good. my name is Inigo Montoya. And I've you still only fire. watched it Prepare to once. die. Prepare to die. Oh, you, you really need to see it again. Yeah. I, mean, it's, uh, I think I should so read it. Serious. You know, here, here... Huh, interesting. Might I recommend on a snowy day this upcoming winter when maybe you don't feel well you watch the princess bride because you'll sort of be you'll be on the same journey as fred savage as his it was his grandfather peter falk came in and told him the story of the princess bride what it was is uh fred savage was sick and he didn't go to school. Like he was in, he was in bed for the day because he was sick. And so Peter Falk told him the story of the Princess Bride. So they cut back to real time. Like he go, he won't believe something that happened in the story. So it would be a nice adventure for you, just being like sick and having to stay home for the day. I think I'll read it first, and it, then maybe if you watch want your again. update too from one Yukon Cornelius, he just texted me and said, "I watched it after our conversation." Well, he says it's inconceivable. Okay, inconceivable. I mean, it's got Andre the Giant in it. Mm-hmm. It's got Andre the Giant and Jenna. <laughs> I mean, can it be any better? Well, and it's interesting because I'm so like into classics and things like that. It's interesting that that one kind of. Billy Crystal, Mandy Patinkin, Andre the Giant, yeah. Carrie Elvis, Elways. How old is it? Oh, gosh. Uh, late 80s. Yeah, so it came out like the late kind of, 80s. All right. I, I think it's got to be, yeah, it's, it's the late 80s. Because Fred Savage was Kevin Arnold age, or maybe even a little bit, yeah, who was in that rough time. 87. 87. Yeah, I, I was, that's an odd. Uh, uh, that's a movie. Uh, that is a movie that I could watch whenever it's on. And that, there's a lot of people who say that. Um, and 
clearly. I mean, the library's doing an event with props and all that. Um, Inconceivable. And as you wish. Surprised you don't have an inconceivable drop. I need oh, one. Dear. If I, I need a part timer. I need like a. I got. I got a couple of those. I need an in fact, intern. I need an intern. We we know a cook that maybe could do that. Um, here are. I ran across a list this morning of movies you can watch over and over. So, I have several. Obviously, Forrest Gump's at the top of the list. Top but, Gun. But out of these li- out of these lists, it is kind of funny. Um, how many of these that. I would be in on, but also how many I'm not. So first is Casablanca, 1942. <laughs> I've only seen Casablanca once that I know of for sure. And one, I went through a period, it's been 20 years ago, where I was trying to go through AFI's 100 Greatest Films of All Time and check them off. And so I watched Casablanca, and it is a good movie. And it is nostalgic enough that I were looking to escape from the world. And un- yes, yes, friends, it's in black and white. You know, it's, be, it's long, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of long. But movies were longer than one because the dialogue is so slow. Mm-hmm. So to tell a story, it takes them forever. The Sandlot oh, is yeah. on the That's list. Good. Star Wars: A New Hope from 1977. Yeah. So any oh, of hour and forty two minutes, Casablanca. That's it. Just seems a it lot feels longer. long mm-hmm. because it's slow. You're killing me, Smalls. The Star Wars: A New Hope. When you think about it. If you if you watch it and you consider the world that was imagined in 1977 and the is way that, they did is that it, the first one? it's impressive. Yes, or the fourth one. It's the it's the, the it was the first one that the world got exposed to. The Big Lebowski in 1998. The Dude Abides. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've actually seen all of it. I don't know that. I, That's how Shannon I'm the sure dude. that I have, but maybe I wasn't paying like. Full I've probably attention. seen all of it if you if you piece mm-hmm. it together, yeah. but it's on and I watch a few minutes. But just been never one of those cult classics that I've been crazy about. But I do like the Coen Brothers wrote that right, and I do like the Coen Brothers. The Shawshank Redemption, Shawshank Redemption is one that I can watch <laughs> over. And, and matter of fact, I was watching Shawshank Redemption over and over before I was watching Forrest Gump over and over. I've watched it once, and that's also you. So good. Get busy living or get busy dying. It's so good. Uh, Sam? My camera's camera's down, and I'll have to fix it in the break if that's what you're asking about. Nope, I was not about to ask you that, but I do want to ask you if you maybe are – are you – are you working part-time for, are you maybe consulting for Saturday Night Live? What, that I predicted exactly right? Well, I read this this morning. I thought, well, Sam either had insider information or he dropped a comment in the suggestion box and they took it. But Megan V. Stallion will host double duty in the season premiere of uh, season 48 of Saturday Night Live. But the very next week on October 1, Miles Teller, who played Rooster... In um, in uh, Maverick this summer will be the host, and I thought, well, how did huh. Sam know that Rooster was going to get the hosting gig? Maybe it's an obvious choice, maybe not, or maybe Sam is just a prophet. But uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, the way the the lineup is going to go. Who else is going to be there? Oh, Brendan Gleeson, also first three hosts: Megan Thee Stallion. Why do I know that? Last Miles time? Teller, Brendan uh, Gleeson. Um, not sure. Yeah, we'll find out. Anyway, that's uh, the way SNL is going to go. We're going to get to a break. Come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Oh, it's the rising sun.
MB's point to ponder for today. Would you rather have a self-filling fridge or a bottomless gas tank? Does fridge count freezer then too? Yeah, see, that's what I wanted to follow up with mm-hmm. an interrogatory because I needed additional context mm-hmm. or clarity. Because unless I can also have a self-filling pantry, mm-hmm. then it means I still got to go through the grocery process. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, yeah, and I really don't drive that much. So that's kind of why I was thinking if I could knock out, if I could totally eliminate the grocery process, because, you know, right now, um, the only thing I'm belly aching about is actually having to carry the groceries in. Mm-hmm. So that would skip that process because if it would be self-filling, then the refrigerator <laughs> and the pantry would both be full. But if you just say, well, it's just the refrigerator, I mean, like, well, I mean, I still got the pantry to deal with because not everything goes in the refrigerator. So depending upon is what I can't quite decide. But if I had to choose, I don't mind pumping gas. So I'd rather have the self-filling refrigerator. Does this, like, you don't have to pay for it? Is that what this this is? I guess Or it so. just means that you don't have to do it? You can look at it however you want. Because okay. if you don't have to pay for one, you don't have to pay for the other. Well, I, uh-huh. I think I'm with you. One, I don't drive enough to really... So that's not a biggie for me. Mm-hmm. And I think if it was just the fridge, you still had to do the pantry or the freezer. I think we would do the um, like the the food service. You know what I mean? Like so, blue apron. Or yeah, 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 one of those things. And then the fridge would be filled with all that. See, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's smart. Yeah. See, that could work. Yeah, I could, I could no, yeah. Okay. If you don't have to pay for it, then I'm probably going to take take the fridge. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, that would be the biggest financial gain. Um, but now we're also working in jobs where we generally sit still for a lot of the period. So uh, other people that, you know, go through more gasoline than maybe they go through mm-hmm. groceries. So uh, on television tonight, ABC has the season five premiere of The Connors. But we will be more interested in the season 43 premiere of Survivor. And was that? I think it's maybe season 38 or... Uh, Amazing Race. The Amazing Race and Survivor both start tonight. Why did you just well, why did you well, sigh? Because I know that we won't watch those tonight. Sure. So my mind just rolled to tomorrow night and how many hours of television because we'll just have to start it Survivor, right on. Yes. Amazing Race and Big Brother yes. all in mm-hmm. the same night. I mean, that's a who's who of television right there. It think is. About it. So that's, and Thursday Night Football tomorrow night, too. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, they don't use that music no. on Thursday Night Football. No, they have a new theme song. It's not It's not. I bad. went back and watched some of it the other I had My experience wasn't good. I, I really? Mine kept buffering and See, hanging up, even though my speed tests were good. So it had to be something glitchy on See, the Amazon have, side. I didn't have any issues with it at all. You, you didn't? No. Well, I'm going to have to go. I wanted to go back and watch it to see because all those extra... Yeah. Angles and you know, and uh, next next Thursday, if they start having issues, that's when we're me and Amazon are going to have to have to have a conversation. Who do the Bengals play next Thursday? The Dolphins. The Dolphins. But of course, you know, just like last year, when is Grayson County's only Thursday night football game? Oh yeah, that is next mm-hmm. week, isn't it? That's true. So nobody send me updates. The good thing is, if you're a Prime member, you don't even have to have DVR service like YouTube mm-hmm. TV. You just tell it to record it. Mm-hmm. You just tell so Prime to record it. Now I got to figure out. I got to test tomorrow night on whether it's going to give me a spoiler or something because I want nothing. I want to uh-huh. go in and I'm going to watch it at when I get home at 11 o'clock that night. 
By the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but YouTube TV will, YouTube TV has a function where you can basically make sure it doesn't tip any, it doesn't give mm. away anything to you when it comes to sporting events. When is this? Next Thursday is when he's really worried about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you going to be grumpy Friday morning? <laughs> no, he won't be grumpy because well, he'll have a Cougar sports report. Okay. All yeah, the right. day after, hopefully the Cougars beat Breckenridge County and then the Bengals beat uh, the Dolphins. <laughs> All right. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1981, 1981, the Senate unanimously confirmed the nomination of Sandra Day O'Connor to become the first female justice on the Supreme Court. By the way, I was going to tell you, NASA said 37 minutes ago that the Artemis team has encountered a hydrogen leak at the quick disconnect between the tail service, mast umbilical, and the rocket. Launch director has signed off on a plan to warm up the line to try and reset the connection. Point. Did you want to write that down, Sam? I already got it. Okay. Hydrogen. This thing's reset. never going to launch, right? Quick connect and umbilical. And uh-huh. I think, I think isn't Dennis Cook on scene, he's going to let us know, right? Is that where he's been? I think so. In I think seven, he's, he's the director of the launch. Oh, dear. I know what he is really is doing today is he's, sub- he's celebrating his papa's birthday. Oh, yes, oh, I yeah. did see that. Yukon Cornelius Sr. Bob, Bob, right? I think that's right. Yeah, Bob. Bob. Mm-hmm. In 1792, the French National Convention voted to abolish the monarchy. The Hobbit was first published this day in 1937. Love it. I'm not sure I realized it was that old. Perry Mason premiered this date in 1957, the one starring Raymond Burr. Henry Kissinger was confirmed as Secretary of State this day in 1973. People lined up 10 years ago today to get the Apple iPhone 5. Hmm. <laughs> I had a I had a five I think I think I had a five S five S I think was my first iPhone that I had. That must have been my second no one because I must have gotten one relatively quick because I was a late. You, you honey, you were about what, eighteen months to two years ahead of me on the iPhone. Probably you got one in yeah. May of twenty ten. Yeah, you did you go from, from Blackberry Mother's Day? Yeah. I went from Blackberry. He was a hardcore Blackberry person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You could hear that clicking, click, 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 clickety clack, with a little ball on there too, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Birthdays today. Jerry Bruckheimer, fellow Kentucky property owner, is 79 today. I don't know if I can call him a Kentuckian. Makes some good movies. Oh, sure. But uh, Bruckheimer also is a producer. It's his production company that does The Amazing Race. Mm. He think, does, doesn't he do like the National Treasures? Pirates and, of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Bashir, 78 today. Smithers, <laughs> blow out those candles. Don Felder is 75 today. Stephen King is 75. Bill Murray is 72. That's a fact, Jack. Ethan Cohen is 65. Dave Coulier is 63. Cut it out. <laughs> pretty good birthday list. <laughs> Cecil Fielder is 59. Cheryl Hines is 57. Ricky Lake is 54. Billy Porter is 53. Luke Wilson is 51. Nicole Ritchie is 41. Jason Derulo is 36 today. Don't you have to sing his name? Jason Derulo. There you go. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I didn't think you could say it just normally. Why do you encourage him, Sam? Must be sung. <laughs> what would you rather me have you break out the bagpipes? You just started doing the thing you used to do. That was really neat the other day. The Queen's Piper. Like she had a piper that played every morning wherever she was. And the Queen's piper was played the last interlude at the end of the funeral the other day at uh, Westminster Abbey. And walked away. Like the piper turned around and like walked out of the frame. It was pretty moving. 1955, Maybelline and uh, Chuck Berry. 
So is that what you're sending the bells, saying this is what you could do to their show? Mm -hmm. This is what it could be. Roy Orbison, number one in 64. Pretty woman walking down the street. Pretty woman, the kind I like to meet. Pretty woman. <laughs> Let's go to 1973. Paul Simon, number one. And love me like a rock. Some good chart toppers today. Kind of hate mm-hmm. to speed through them, but we're running out of time. See Miller Band number one, Abracadabra in 82. I want to reach out and grab ya. I heat up. I can't cool down. Uh-oh. Here Mark you are, Mark right? The funky bunch. Yep. Me and Mark Wahlberg, we're twins. Good Vibrations number one in 91. It's swinging. I saw a thing uh, the other day. His kids, when they saw this video, you know, shirtless and underwear showing and all that stuff, they just let him have it. Just wore him out about this. Well, I do I do appreciate the, the restaurant. He's, Wahlburgers? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's... Kryptonite, Three Doors Down, was number one 22 years ago today and 12 years ago today. Jay Sean, number one, was down. You are no. Tonight is tonight to let it go. Love this song, as always. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Wisdom comes from experience, and experience is often a result of a lack of wisdom. Expe- uh, wisdom comes from experience. Experience is often a result of a lack of wisdom. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.